There it's, it goes. It's working. Right on. <laughs> what, what episode are we on? Uh, 42. 42. Common Ground Football Podcast. We are over. 42. We are way over the halfway point, and this sucks. Oh, the season? Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking guy. Like, literally, it's next week. Yeah, and somebody <laughs> mentioned that, and I was like, oh, shit, you're right. It I is thought, next week. I thought somebody was lying to me, and I went, wait a minute, what's the date? Oh, shit. And you guys got to play on Thursday for Thanksgiving. Always. Bullshit. Always play on Thanksgiving. It's bullshit. You're just jealous. It's discrimination against other teams that aren't Dallas and aren't Cowboys. And in a day and age like we have right now, well, I'll tell you what, I'm kind of offended. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Hola. (laughs) Uh, What's going on, everybody? It's, uh, like we said, episode 42 of the Common Ground Football Podcast. Brian, over there is Andrew. He said hola. Hola. Yeah, he says it again. Look at that. Um... Forgive me if I am uh, sounding tired. You are tired. I am. And you have a very good reason why. Why are you tired, Brian? Partying way too hard lately, man. <laughs> I mean, I've just been... At your age? My age? Jesus. I mean, I've just been hitting up every single club. <laughs> All yeah. the clubs. All the clubs. And we have so many here in Wenatchee. I mean, it's club paradise here. I mean, we just got... It's like Miami. <laughs> <laughs> but But not... So Miami uh, light. It's, <laughs> it's the best. It's, it's like that free version you can get on your phone without having to pay for the full app. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I have a good, uh, good excuse. Uh, and a little baby. There's a new uh, Cowboys fan in the world. <laughs> uh, hell no. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Although I did hold him and watch the Seahawks in the hospital on Sunday before we went home and uh yeah so i'm 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 starting off my first son we watched the mariners together mm. and uh this guy we're gonna finn we're gonna watch uh we watch seahawks hoping that gets in his brain right away he showed zero interest whatsoever but then again he was a day old <laughs> they don't really show any interest in anything at all well congratulations <laughs> thanks buddy yeah that's uh being a dad is cool all right now that that's over with. You're a jerk. <laughs> You're a jerk. He's going to be a Cowboys fan. No, he's not. <laughs> okay, a, a, a Stars fan? He'll probably piss us both off, and he'll pick some team that, like, I nothing. Like the, I like the Red Sox. Like, nothing to do with anybody. Yeah, I like, <laughs> if he picks the Patriots, dis, <laughs> I'm disowning him. Sorry, son, you're moving out real early. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, episode 42, your team won, my team lost. We are going to try and keep this short and sweet because it's late. I'm tired. You, of course, obviously now don't want to talk about anything personal, as we just discovered. I don't and, have anything personal to talk about. Well, you cut mine off. That's cool. It's fine. It's totally cool. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it was a very, very, uh, very good weekend. Um, we went over to... What was that place called? Kitsap. Kitsap State Memorial State Park. Beautiful place. Uh, I would love to visit there when it's much warmer. <laughs> we were at an outside wedding and it was uh, chilly. Outside weddings in uh, November. It's weird. In Western Washington, it was cold. I mean, it was cold. Like hit hit you right in the knees. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, and then we had a, a fun drive back. I got to sit in the passenger seat and watch the game on my uh, on my iPhone. That's dedication is what that um, is. But I well the the real dedication was not reacting <laughs> when uh Chelsea was driving because I didn't want to freak her out. I think that it would have been hilarious for you, <laughs> for you to sit in the back seat with Lucas. With <laughs> or no, no, I'm sorry. No, it was just her and I. Lucas uh, Lucas stayed with my mom. Yeah, well, still just sit in the back seat for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Just be like, you know what? It's comfortable back here. I'm going to sit back here and then react well, the, <laughs> and be that surprise <laughs> right behind her when something good happens. Start screaming. 
Oh, well, that in the seats in the Jeep in the back of the Jeep recline also. Oh, we'll see. That would have been perfect. I think that's what you should have done. Yeah, you screwed that up. Damn. Um. Yeah. So let's let's just get right onto it. You go first. Me go first. Yeah. Let's go. You you always pun it to me first. Let's see what you did there. I haven't had any candy yet. Let's see what you did there. Uh, no candy today. What's up with that? I'm trying to cut out, cut it back. You know. Yeah, you probably should. I should. I'm fat. Thanks, buddy. No, you're not. Oh, thanks. Um, Seahawks went down to L.A. Played Lar and lost 36, 31. If you would have told me that with Chris Carson out, with McDougald out with the other guys that were out brain not working right now <laughs> if you'd have told me that they were still going to score 31 points and be in it at the end i would have laughed and said you're crazy because i think i predicted they'd lose like 38 10 it was something <laughs> something like that I yeah uh i didn't think they had a chance in hell and it was kind of like the uh, almost a almost a carbon copy of the first meeting between these two teams up in seattle where you don't think they the Seahawks have a, a shot in hell, and yet they actually make it a competitive game and absolutely could have won it. They were close. They had a shot. They had a shot, and that makes me just like the first game, which is why I don't have a ton, of, ton to say about this one because I, I, I turned the game off equally frustrated with the fact that they had a chance to win, and I almost would have rather them just get destroyed like we figured would happen. However... Not a fan of those uh, down-to-the-wire games. I am when they are <laughs> successful for my team. <laughs> However, and that's what Pete Carroll... Anytime any of these losses where they like they have a possession at the very end that can either tie or win the game, and they ultimately lose it, and then Pete in his press conference will be like, well, you know, we... Uh, we had a chance to win at the end there. Just didn't get it. And you're like, well, you know what you do there, Pete? Here's what you do. Uh, you take the lead earlier in the game, and then you hold on to it. That's actually more of a preferred method to win <laughs> instead of the, well, we just need to keep it close, and then we'll give it to Russell and hope that he can do it. The magic of Russell Wilson in the fourth quarter when he's down by a touchdown or you know a little bit, uh, that's gone. That's nowhere this season. Hasn't been seen at all. Every game they've played in this year where they had a shot, which in almost every single last one of their losses this season, they've had a quote-unquote shot. Russell has failed them. So the Hmm. magic that everyone is used to, like from previous seasons, where he was almost automatic down by a score in the fourth quarter, where he would come back and help them win. They had plenty of wins that, that happened that way. It's not. It's just this year doesn't have it. Is that uh, could that be due to you know in those years having uh, as well as Doug Baldwin, Jermaine Curse, and Golden Tate, and and uh, um, Richard Lockett, uh, Ricardo Lockett. I'm sorry, Ricardo Lockett. <laughs> uh, Ricardo Lockett uh, screwed up in the Super Bowl. He's dead to me. So then there's <laughs> the. Uh, I don't know if it's a if it's a product of not of the receivers because with Lockett, Moore, um, who else I got? <laughs> Baldwin's out there. So pregnancy brain is oh, a real thing. Well, when you're getting you know an hour of sleep here and there, I tell you what. Um, I don't think it's necessarily Lockett, re- Baldwin, Dixon, Davis, Moore, Vanette. Yes, those go. guys. Um, I'm not sure because he he uh, he just seems to be as I've talked about in previous episodes. He just seems to be off. There's something not right with him, and I don't know if it's if it's not if it's the play design as in, as the game plan itself. Because Schottenheimer and, and Carroll have have they've they've said they're going to be run first, and God damn it, they are run first. Mm-hmm. That's what they do, and it and it's you can't be necessarily pissed about it because it's working. I mean. Here we had a game where Carson's out, and you're thinking, well, the run game is, is going to be shot. Uh, Penny had a good game. And Penny actually had a good – we had another 100-yard rusher. And so it's not like it's not working. However, now you've taken all of the pass attempts and all those plays away from Russell where he's doing less. Uh, this was the first game we actually saw him really run and actually do 
what we used to see him do, which was he would go through his progressions. It wasn't there. He'd take off. And he almost had 100 yards. Yeah. So that was nice to see. That's a little bit more of the old Russell. I have said it over and over again. I believe Russell to be overrated. <laughs> Sorry, Seahawk fans. I do. And I you don't have to apologize. And I think he's overpaid. I don't, I don't think he was worth the contract they gave him. Just because you helped, you were on a team that won a Super Bowl doesn't mean you are great, a.k.a. Eli Manning. I think Russell's contract was still just the market. Well, and that's and, and with a player like him, what other choice do you have? Right. Right? So, and that's what's going to happen here after this season. They're not going to have any other choice. If they want to keep him, they're going to have to pay him. You hit on a third-round quarterback who, yep. you know, at the time kind of, you know, lit the league on fire as well as Kaepernick. Um, so of course Seattle was going to lock him up. Well, and they and, were going to pay market value, and you still have, and you still, I still believe that Russell could be, I mean, a hundred percent better than what he is right now. But he is in an offense that isn't designed uh, for a you know forty fifty passes a game. It's just not, and that's affecting his accuracy. I think that's affecting a little bit of that. But you still, you you know, they talked to Brian Schottenheimer, and he he talks about Russell's game prep and how. Russell will send him uh, notes and video like immediately after the game, like the next day we'll send him shit <laughs> and notes and stuff on like, this is what I saw. This is what I want to work on. He'll text him in the middle of the night, like all this stuff. And Schottenheimer's wondering if he ever actually sleeps and us Seahawk fans that have had Russell since 2012, just laugh because the big joke is that he never sleeps. <laughs> um, so it's not like the, it's not like Russell's actual, like the work that, ethic that he has the work he puts into it is changed that's all still there i think that it's you see a lot of the fact that he's short that is a problem and i don't care you can deny it all day even with an offensive line that is much improved this year he is not seeing guys who are wide freaking open and it is literally because the lines have stood up in front of him and he can't see him so it having a great offensive line is is great but now he's got a pocket and he can stand in it but he can't see over the guys that are creating in that pocket and that's why he's so dangerous when he's on the move right and that's and that's been one of my things i've always said about russell if you're gonna you know put a pass play in, out make him move make him make the play make him roll out make him actually get out of the pocket but they want to try and make him this perfect pocket passer and that's never what he's going to be um i still don't understand you know, play action with him. He's actually unbelievable with play action. And yet it is hardly ever called during a game. And when it is, it's successful. And yet it's something that Schottenheimer stays away from. And I don't get it. So, but anyway, this, I feel you. Yeah. Totally understand. I understand. I get you. Uh, this game though, I mean, they, uh, the defense actually is kind of what let him down. Russell had his chances. And the thing is, if you score 31 points, you should win. <laughs> I mean, in most games, you're going to score 31. You're going to win that game. However, the Rams offense is unbelievable. And yet you got your defense has to make some stops. You can't just, the game started. They Seahawks got the ball, scored a touchdown right away which is unbelievable because they went two years without scoring opening drive touchdowns two years <laughs> and they've done it three out of the last four games something like that so i don't know what that's all about but awesome but then right away they let the rams go whoop, right down the field score a touchdown and it's not like it, you're just watching it and it's just blown coverages it's just people not following their assignments um kj Wright, he he just he had a weird game he's he they showed one play he's just standing there and he's just he's expecting them to do one thing and it's almost like he was just like daydreaming of something else while everything else was happening around him (laughs) you had a moment yeah and you're just like were you guys not i mean you've already played them once you know what they're going to do um and the rams are just damn good and it's yes they are it's going to take a team like the saints or somebody who's got a defense that can actually one possibly hold them and then put up more points than their offense so um it was a, it was an entertaining game. It's I like, I miss so much the when Kaepernick and Harbaugh were in San Francisco for that short little time that they were, the rivalry between the Seahawks and the Niners was so much fun. 
Well, Patrick Willis and, and Navarro Bowman, and then you had Kaepernick and Frank Gore. Yep. And uh, Vernon Davis. Yep. And you and even on that, and then you had Carroll versus Harbaugh, like that whole thing. Yep. Those were and and you had Kaepernick, who you know he goes to the Super Bowl his first year. Russell has a great year, but misses it. And then that very next year, Russell goes back, beats him in the one of the most amazing NFC Championship games ever, and wins the Super Bowl. And then it's just it was so much fun seeing the way. I never like to see big fights in the field. We don't want these guys fighting. That seemed like 10 years ago. Right? It seems like forever ago. But it was nice to see. You can tell the Rams and Seahawks aren't liking each other. And I like that. I mean, shaking hands at the end of the game, everybody happy. That's good. But in this game, you had Aaron Donald running across the field (laughs) with no pads and a jersey on. And no pads or jersey and a helmet on uh, to get in a fight with our center. Why? I don't know. But it was awesome all at the same time. So, like, I appreciate it. He was doing it for the boys. (laughs) For (laughs) the? So, uh, in in the end, like I said, after the first loss to the Rams, I am never a um, moral victories like, uh, well, at least they gave it a shot. Or they almost had it. (laughs) Uh, You still lost the game. And now you're four and five. And uh, your playoff chances took another hit. And it makes all the next games all that much more important. And your schedule gets harder as November goes on. And you don't get a break because you have to play this Thursday. And so, and you had your chance to win. Again, if you're going to lose to the Rams, just get blown out, man. <laughs> just put your backup quarterback out there and just, just get blown out. Who cares? But, uh, yeah, so that's how my weekend went. I, I'm sure more stuff happened. There's more for me to talk about. But to be honest... I was listening to part of it in the truck and running between my house and hospital. And then I watched most of the second half in the hospital and yeah, I was all over the place. So the fact that I even watched any of it is actually amazing. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you watched uh, some of my game was even more amazing. Well, your game um, was the game. So, of course, I watched it. It was the game. So, let's move over to the other four and five team or team that is now four and five. And so much common ground. Well, <laughs> so much common ground. Um, but unlike Seattle at four and five, Dallas actually has a chance to win that division. Seattle is not. Nobody is. LA can lock yeah. up the division this week. Isn't that amazing? Um, you guys have a chance. Can't believe it. But uh, so let's move to some NA football, Dallas and Philly, which is always good. It's always a good time. Everyone's always so happy. Fans are <laughs> always just, you know, so cordial and inviting. Oh, I mean, just, I mean, the so sweet. inviting that they brought a casket with the uh, Cowboys logo all over it because they were going to, quote, unquote, bury the Cowboys this season. Okay. I did not see that. Oh, oh yeah. It was out there. <laughs> I'll show it to you. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. We did not know what to expect whatsoever because this was after after the loss last week t- to to Tennessee. You knew full well going into it that Dallas could absolutely go in and just win this game. It would be the most Jason Garrett led Dallas Cowboys team, you know, thing to do. Absolutely. Um, you know, seasons pretty. I mean, pretty much on the line, especially with that division. You know, right there waiting for you to catch up and and take it because washington i don't i i think they had a hot start i don't think they're going to continue to roll i think they're going to start these losses are going to start piling up philly is not the team that they were last year and philly's actually probably in more danger of, of missing the playoffs um so everything was setting you know everything set up for for dallas to win so um, I mean, right off the oh, actually, I didn't, I didn't see. So as I said, we were driving. I didn't see the first, the first couple series, but once I was able to to get the game on and actually start watching it, um, the game plan that you want and that fits Dallas perfectly, run Zeke as much as possible. He was absolutely. I mean, the Eagles couldn't stop him whatsoever. I want to. Say, I think he finished with about a, a, a buck fifty, buck fifty-five, or something like that. With the score, he should have had. He should have had uh, three total TDs. But um, I mean, Philly could not stop him whatsoever. And then 
you also saw, I mean, well, and you're seeing kind of the overall Amari Cooper effect. And if you, when you watch, oh, and this is one of the ones that I want to watch more of like kind of the end zone views and all that, all that. But if you see, or if you watch Amari Cooper, he's open on almost every single play. He's just, awesome. Just his route running is just so. I I mean it's not it's some besides like I said last week besides Cole Beasley it's not like anything I've really seen on that team before, and they talked about it you know when he was coming out of Alabama they talked about it when Dallas traded for him, but when you when you actually see it he's he's literally open on on about ninety four percent of every single route he runs and it's just. It's just magic. Are you writing something? Oh, I'm writing something. You're writing something. It's pure magic. It's pure magic. Um, where's I going? Oh, so with with the uh, with Cooper. So you saw the you're seeing the the Cooper effect. You know, teams are not able. <laughs> Is that to, an official thing? <laughs> the Cooper effect. <laughs> teams are not able to absolutely just crowd the line of scrimmage and and crowd the box. It's just sell out to stop Zeke. Um, and obviously Zeke being the caliber running back he is you're seeing what's happening um Dak again had moments in that game where he would just he would hold on the ball just too long he would take a sack um or he would just just continue to hold the ball to try to make something happen the the problem is these receivers haven't played they haven't they haven't all been together long enough to know that once Dak escapes the pocket and starts running around you need to start working back towards your quarterback and so anytime we have those little scramble uh, scramble drills, nothing usually nothing happens. I mean, you saw it, you know, years ago with Romo and Dez and Williams. I mean, they had that down, and well, and Witten, you had they had that down. You could always guarantee that if Romo was going to scramble, he was going to find somebody. That hasn't been the case with Dak, and you saw it again Sunday night. Um, he just needs to throw the ball away. Just it's okay. Live to live to fight it another day. Him and Russell need to have some conversations. Don't don't take the sack. Like together. Just (laughs) just throw the ball away. But there was other times in that game where Dak actually I mean, he he looked like exactly how you want. I mean, just simple reads. Um well, I mean, he even had the one the one play to uh to Cole Beasley where he actually he actually stepped up in the pocket after going through his reads and hit a strike to Cole Beasley. I mean it was it was weird to see, but um, definitely saw kind of a, a, a next step for this offense. Um, but yeah, Dallas comes out with the W27-20, and um, the like I said, the division is there. It's, it's crazy. It's there. Um, on the flip side of that, obviously, the defense has been, I think last week was just kind of a, a bad day, you know, a bad day at work. Um, the defense was back to its old ways. Uh, again, Byron Jones, nobody throws to his side. Nobody scores against him. Uh, definitely the best corner in the league right now. Um, the two for tandem right there in the middle with Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. Beautiful as always. Um, I think they had like 45 tackles together, something like that. 106. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 106 <laughs> tackles. Um, but my, yeah, I mean, my boy the, the, but I mean the, the defense has been just so, I mean, I keep saying it, the defense has been so, so much fun to watch this year, and they continue to get better. And that's just, that leads to more excitement because if that offense, if the offense can perform just like, how, just like how it did the other night, that I mean, they have a shot. They have a shot. Here, here's a crazy thing. So I'm looking at schedules and looking at standings. Because it's fun, especially in your division. Because again, like you said, my division is lost. So Washington's, I think, six and three. And, the, Philly, and you guys are four and five. Philly and Dallas are four and five. Uh, I, think New York's, I think Philly's four and four. Four and they, five. Are they? Yeah, I thought they were four and four. Um, and, and New York is two and. Well, New York still—they are not mathematically eliminated. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at this, so you guys are going to play Atlanta. And then who comes after Atlanta is New Orleans. is is uh, well no because you oh, got Washington Washington sorry. so that's what I mean so let, let's say that Washington this is how quick this can change so Washington at six and three uh, you guys at four and five they're gonna play the Texans this week so that's not a guaranteed win 
say say Houston takes that wins that. So now all of a sudden they're six and four. You guys win your game. All of a sudden you're five and five, and then you guys play each other. Dallas wins that game. Now you're both six and five. Boom. All of a sudden, just like that. How fast it can happen. And then unfortunately, of course, then they go play the Eagles who suck. And then the Giants who suck. And then the Jaguars who suck. The Titans could beat them. And the Eagles suck. Tennessee could very well sweep the East, so I wouldn't yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's amazing. I mean, with the up and down that your teams has had so far this season that you literally still have a I would say very good chance <laughs> depending on how things go. I mean, you need what you need help, but you win. I mean, shit, that division's right there for you, mm-hmm. which is unbelievable. Well, and that's and that was the thing that was so frustrating last week, you know, you, you have the opportunity to to gain some ground against Tennessee and you, you know, shit the bed. And Tennessee's for real, man. T- Tennessee is I mean, for right now, just kick the shit out of the fuck of the Patriots. They are they are <laughs> they are for real. Which we didn't expect. Um, which, okay, if you it, and you know that that narrative would have been out there if, if, if if Dallas would have lost to Philly, and Tennessee beat New England, then it would have been that kind of oh well you know, yeah we lost to Tennessee but 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 look what they just did to New England, or I'm sorry leading up to the the to right. the Philly game. That would have been you could have you you would have seen that coming that kind of thing, which would have been unfortunate. So I'm still trying to figure out the Van Der Esch tackle number. <laughs> some sites say 19, some I sites mean, say 13, uh, some mean, say 24. I mean, you got Ed Werder literally saying, "I don't like Ed Werder," but yeah, th- of course you don't. You don't like anybody in the main like sports media. I could just throw out names, yeah. and you'd just be like, "I don't like that guy. I don't like that guy." screw that guy uh according that guy. but he says according to cowboys coaches tape okay. he had 19 tackles. okay okay but again okay okay we've all looked at stats and it says 13 so i don't know where they're finding six but anyways uh what well, you, you oh you didn't do your your awesome or bummer oh shoot gosh okay, darn it okay russell <laughs> gosh darn it <laughs> well let me give you my awesome and bummers and we'll wrap up uh, the dallas recap stand by stand by we don't want to hit the douche. But button. I tell you what, it was so good to see. I mean, obviously, anytime Dallas goes to Philly and at a night game, the fans are just—they're just nuts. They're crazy. There was fights all all around that stadium. But just you hear the crowd—you know—yelling "Dallas sucks, Dallas sucks," and then Dallas scores, and then the crowd just kind of shuts you know, up. But those wins—those wins got to mean a little extra. But they—they they did. They really—they brought a, a somebody pulled up to a tailgate and had a, a casket in the back. It was a white casket with the Cowboys uh, star all over it. And that was the motto. We're, we're going to bury, bury their him. season. We're going to bury him. Stupid you Eagles. You eat shit. You eat <laughs> shit after winning the Super Bowl. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's your awesome? Awesome. Leighton Vanderesh, Mr. Uh, Wolf Hunter, Mr. <laughs> uh, Riggins, Idaho himself. Tell you what, just... <laughs> Riggins is a great he, he, town. He really does have a shot to be. I mean, obviously you got Derwin James out there, but Van Der Esch has got to got to be in the conversation for defensive rookie of the year. I mean, he's you've seen the growth so far this season, but I mean, just he was everywhere against Philly, and then obviously towards the end of the game, um, Philly needed to get that first down to keep their drive going. Otherwise, you know, Dallas takes over and game's over. Well, on a I think it was like a third and six play or third and eight play. Van Der Esch reads it perfectly and just makes just the perfect, you know, perfect tackle and basically sealed the game right there. Um, obviously, at the beginning of the in the first quarter, he had the pick of Carson Wentz, which the thing with Wentz, I mean, what's going on with him? He's not, I mean, people want to talk about, you know, they'd much rather have Dak over Wentz, but Wentz, has, he hasn't looked great at all either. No. And has made tons of mistakes, but that I mean I, I think Collinsworth and uh, Michaels were giving him a like they they were scratching their head like I have no idea why he threw that ball. I mean Van Der Esch is standing right there, um, but no he was all over the field. He was a he was a monster. Um, I really do think that now with this 
injury, like I mentioned to Sean Lee and, you know, the way things are going, I, they very well could be the, the last, you know, the end of Sean Lee, that kind of thing. That sucks. It does suck, but the future is bright. So bright. So bright. All right. Bummer. Brett Maher, man. Wow, what the hell happened to Maher? You used to be money Maher. Now you're just Maher. <laughs> now you're just meh. You, you've got it. <laughs> I, I really hope that he's able to get back into a groove. I mean, he had 14, 15, 16 straight, something like that. And now he's been just kind of, dare I say, hit or miss. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the especially when it comes down to close games, you've got to have a reliable kicker. And... I just really hope he's able to – I really hope he's one of those – well, he does seem – because he missed one early, and then he made a couple later. So it, it seems like he does have a short, uh, short-term short memory, but it doesn't make me feel very good. It's been a rough year for kickers. It has been. Uh, you could have had my kicker, who, once again – No, thanks. Continues to suck – at onside kicks, but you know what? Let's do a surprise one. Yeah, see what happens. <laughs> oh, he didn't do it again. That's shocking because the stats say, "Oh wait, yeah, you know, he can't do it." It's amazing. At least it wasn't as bad as that. Uh, see that one onside try and on uh, Saturday, he totally like he like tripped himself, tripped him and over fell it. down. <laughs> I don't think that ball went the ten yards. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, Maher, I really hope, is able to just get back into a groove and, and uh, finish this thing strong. So I guess I I got to take a step back then. I got to do my awesome, my bummer, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you got to I mean, do. You don't have to. I think I probably should. You know? So let's let's start with my awesome. Awesome! Uh, I'm going to give it to the uh, Sea Chickens run game because uh, even with Carson out, Penny, I will give him credit. Do I think that he is you know, a great draft pick. No, I do not. Do I think that he has showed us that he's going to be just fine? I don't. <laughs> but he stepped up. I still think that he is. He's a big dude, and I just, I'm just not sure if he if he's going to make it and be what they want him to be. But you know, they've got to justify picking him, and and so he went out there and. Davis started out great, and then we didn't see Davis, and Penny went in there. and and uh, But here, here's a kicker stat. The Seahawks are the only team in the NFL to have three different players rush for at least 100 yards in a game this season. Hmm. So Carson, Penny, Davis, and shit, Russell almost got there. <laughs> he was at 95 yards, yeah. I think. So it's uh, – it's, it's, and be, and here's what's going to happen though because of that because Penny did well you're going to Carson's going to get less touches because once again like I said they got to justify the pick so they and they're so obsessed with making Penny the guy and, and the dude the dude so uh, yeah so I will give it to the running game of my bummer bummer shocking Russell Wilson okay. <laughs> I wanted I part of me wanted to give it to Schottenheimer. Um but it wasn't like his game plan was actually terrible. Um they still struggle when it comes to when you get down by, you know, you know, you're trying to establish the run when you're down right. two scores. Yep. That's a struggle, but you know, it is what it is. Uh here here like I said talking about him struggling with fourth quarters. Um Russell Wilson and the Seahawks were 24 and 20 from 2012 to November 2017 in games decided by one score. So everyone wants to say that they, you know, were so good. They really weren't. Yeah, they won 24, but they lost 20. But here's the problem. In the last 12 months, they're one and eight. That's not good. And that includes the last two weeks. So. Yikes. Yeah. Russell, which used to be Mr. Dependable in the fourth quarter. He's just not. And again, I think that there, there's, I don't know what it is, but, and I wish I did because I'd call him up and be like, hey, man, fix it. <laughs> what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Russ? Gosh darn it, you got to be better. <laughs> I, I so wish, just because it's, it's fresh in my mind, I so wish that Zeke would have scored on that hurdle. Right? But the turf monster got him. <sighs> Damn turf monster. 
Zeke. I think he's got. It's, I mean, maybe it's just me being Homer, but I th- I think because this has become a recent trend with running backs and wide receivers trying to hurdle and all that business. But I got to say, granted, he was a state champ at hurdle. Um, I think he has the best looking hurdle in the league. There was not a hurdler this weekend. Who was it? Um, there were two, and they were kept. There was Zeke was one, and the other one was uh, shit. I always, oh. I always freak out the hurdles because I'm just waiting for, for the defender to say, "Well, screw you." Lower the helmet and then just right into the nuts. <laughs> Could happen. Ouch! That just doesn't seem comfortable. But Zeke's was great, and uh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. There was another one, and it's gonna bug me because I can't remember who the frick it was. But uh, crap, I'll figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Uh, all right. We'll run through some news real quick. I'm doing good. I want your thoughts because it sucked. I feel awful for him. Des signs a deal. He's going to the Saints. Goes to practice. Tears the ACL. Now he's done. Achilles. Achilles, sorry. I mean, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does suck. Um, I was pulling for man. him just like you were, and it was just... Well, the the thing is, is you know he got what he he got what he wanted. He wanted to be patient. He wanted to hold out for a contender. He wanted to. He, he said it wasn't about the money. He and he wanted, um, you know, an offensive minded coach. I mean, all these boxes that were checked. He got what he wanted, and then the last play of practice, the Achilles goes. Oh, it's just um, brutal. Yeah, I know. I was definitely. I was definitely. You know sad for him um it's kind of cool though lots of players this weekend throwing up the x well yeah and you see that i mean he was in the locker room for just a couple days and you saw how much support he had from from i mean granted so des came out in i want to uh 2010 i believe 2010 or 2011 one of those two drafts and so you look at some of the, the the guys that are on new orleans right now like alvin Kamara um brandon cooks or not sorry not brandon cooks um oh, what's his name <laughs> we're great with the names tonight <laughs> did uh, you just have a baby the, the, the no i did not um michael thomas that guy so you see uh, you know, he's alvin, on my fantasy <laughs> i should know him <laughs> see alvin Kamara and and michael thomas you know these guys were they were still in high school oh yeah watching des so they're probably know. excited to get to play with them um but no definitely extremely unfortunate I don't know if he's going to, I don't know. I haven't, I don't know if he's going to make, try to make the comeback or if he's going to say, you know what? That's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. What's crazy is that he literally gets now that full year of salary. Right. <laughs> he gets NFL benefits because of the injury. Yep. And if the new Orleans saints win the super bowl, he gets a ring. Yeah, but I, I could see that being those ones like you know. I know, but you still, you get a ring. That's you would find that <laughs> ring probably on eBay. That's cool. Um, but yeah, no, just it's just it's it's one of those. And it was good to see funny the, things. It was good to see the amount of support that was coming his way from you know players and and report. I mean, all across the league. So that you know that was good to see. But I don't know if he's going to come back or not. I hope he does. I do too. I hope he he makes one more, you know. I mean, it's others have come back from that injury, so and and at that age, he can make it happen. He can do it. Make it happen, Captain. Um, Le'Veon but Bell. Then, but then Norland signs Brandon Marshall. They did sign. Yeah, that's true. I actually again. Just like I was pulling for Des, I'm pulling for Brandon. I don't know why, but it feels like he... I thought in training camp, he looked so good. And I really thought that he was going to be a big part of the Seahawks offense. Yes, he dropped a lot of balls to start the year. And he screwed his own chances of being a big part of that offense. But I hope he goes down there and I hope he's successful. 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 Uh, Le'Veon Bell. I mean so do what you want to do do i i can't he left what 14 and a half million on the table basically so, uh, 14.45 million he, he decided to make under the tag if he, he signed he left it. a lot of money he left a lot of money just, put it that just way. to prove a point is i mean it's 
half of me 100% understands. And for those of you who are like hiding under a rock and have no idea what the hell, if you hide under a rock and you listen to our podcast for your weekly dose of NFL news, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, But it's, if you're listening to it while you're just, you know, taking a shower, washing your face or, you know, thank you for saying face working (laughs) (laughs) or cleaning the house or just doing something. And you're just hearing two voices. Thank you as well. Yeah. Appreciate it. Even if you just turn this on and turn it, tune it out, that's fine. Anyway, uh, yeah, so he uh, he did not sign his franchise tag today. That was the deadline. He is now ineligible to play for the rest of the 2018 season. And uh, Does I, he get a ring? So <laughs> I don't think he does, does he? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, I totally understand his side of it. I get it. You're, 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 you don't want to end up like Earl Thomas. Right. And you're in a con, you know, you want to, you want one more big contract and you don't want to get hurt. So I 100% get his side of it, but I also 100% based on what my team went through with Earl and everything else, I understand the Pittsburgh Steelers part of it. And as a, like, as a team, I almost sat there and went, well, if he comes back, that, that team, those guys don't necessarily want him in that locker room. That's the way they've made it sound. Well, and all of that, I mean, that kind of stuff started coming out like what week three or four yeah, early when the offensive linemen started saying, yep. you know, whatever it was they were saying. So, and I don't know what they do. We were talking about before we actually hit record, we were talking about, you know, they could, what do you say the franchise tag number was if they do it again? Uh, I think he gets the max amount, which is between, I think it's like 20, 26 or $25 million Jesus. for one year. I heard that, I mean, obviously you just, you could just let him just go and just hit free agency, do whatever. But just like I've been kind of part of me has been so like mad's the wrong word, but just kind of being a a jerk when it comes to Earl, I want to go franchise him (laughs) and then trade him so they could transition tag him and trade him and get even if you get a late round draft pick, a single late round draft pick, at least you got something for it and you still get to say, get out of here and go do whatever you want. Um, scram scram <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's still it's this more and more we're seeing this 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 is the first time i i, I mean i can remember something it, it was an ugly situation and for it to get as far as it did because mm-hmm. even cam cam came back and played earl came back and played this guy I, I i was one of those did not think that he would sit out the entire season but he did uh, and the other thing I wanted to bring up before we move on to previewing is uh, the Mexico City game. Monday Night Football is going to be down there. Rams and Kansas City, Kansas City, which is going to be a fantastic game. We hope so. I can't. I, I think it will be. No matter what, even if let's say one of them blows the other one out, they're still those offenses are fun to watch. That's true. So it'll be fun. Um, was going to be playing in Mexico City. I sounds like it was pyrotechnics during a concert. Or Shakira. something. Was it Shakira? It was Shakira. Oh, shit. Well, damn it, Shakira. It's your fault. That field was awful. Oh, if you have not seen a picture yet, I retweeted it. Go uh, hit up my Twitter feed and look for it. It looks, I mean, the fact that they were taking all day to figure out, well, should we <laughs> or shouldn't we is beyond me because it looks trashed. Uh, but it will be moved to L.A. because the Rams are going to be the home team anyway. It's kind of funny, <laughs> ironic, if you will, that they're moving it to the Coliseum, which the Rams just played on, and they played on it 24 hours after it was played on for a college game. And was there a big injury in that game? Oh, that's right. There was. Cup is gone. Gone Good for the rest of the season. Yeah. And it was the turf monster that got him. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's a little ironic that they're gonna go do that. But hmm. Definitely in better shape than Mexico City. So oh yeah, uh, it doesn't look good for the international. And don't blame the players at all. No, it doesn't look good for the international uh, NFL stuff. Right. Um. All right. This week, Atlanta. Uh, we know what happened last year. Do we? It was right around the same time. Oh yeah. Uh, Atlanta Atlanta basically broke Dak. Adrian Claiborne got uh, <laughs> broke him. Adrian Claiborne got paid 
because of that particular game. Ooh. Um, but no, I, I see this as going a completely different way. Atlanta has not looked like a great team as well. Atlanta is also four and five. Um, the the biggest difference, obviously, this year is you have Ezekiel and you have a healthy Tyron Smith, and you have Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, who Jalen Smith played there last year, or you know played against Atlanta last year, but he was still just kind of coming on, wasn't really himself yet. But you see Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch, what they've done so far this year, so that that Sean Lee absence doesn't sting as much. But um, having Ezekiel Elliott is obviously the big one. And then, obviously, with Amari Cooper. Um, Atlanta. The Cooper effect. Atlanta just lost to Cleveland. Nick Chubb had a. Go Browns. Nick Chubb had a monstrous day. So, if you're Dallas, obviously, you are looking at that. How the hell the Browns did it? You're looking at that Cleveland (laughs) game and going, okay, yeah, we we can rush. We can rush against them. Um, defensively, I mean, Atlanta, I think is at the bottom of the league, you know, at least in the bottom four, which, which is not where we're used to seeing them right. in, in the Dan now, Quinn years. Now, Deion Jones is supposedly going to play who knows how much, how big of an impact he's actually going to have when he comes back. But, um, yeah, Atlanta's defense is not, they, I mean, they, they've struggled and with Dallas just now starting to, to click offensively and kind of put things together, you know, they could be, it could be, you know, another big game, you know, a la the Jacksonville game, but, um, Jacksonville kind of seemed like they basically quit in that game. But, um, I mean, you could see a, a big game points wise for Dallas, um, defensively, obviously Julio Jones, obviously, uh, obviously, but I will say, um, Byron Jones with the way he's played this year, I I would love to see that matchup all game long. Um, but the one or the two players that that really worry me that that I really hope Dallas is able to take care of is Austin Hooper tight end because tight ends. I mean, you saw it last week with Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz had I don't know twenty five catches. I mean, well, it was like fourteen, but still, um, Austin Hooper. He he. Nobody really knew who he was last year until he played Dallas, and then he had a, I think he had a, a score or two. Um, but tight ends give can can give this defense fits. So I hope Austin Cooper or Austin Hooper. I hope they keep him under control, and then obviously Tevin Coleman. Um, they like to dump off a lot of passes to him in the backfield, and he can he can he can house call it. So. Um, and then obviously you got Matt Ryan who will always throw for 475 yards, whatever. <laughs> always. Always. Um, <laughs> but Austin Hooper, Tevin Coleman, and Julio Jones, I mean, those take away those three weapons. Atlanta isn't gonna really isn't gonna really be able to do much. Um and yeah, Adrian Claiborne isn't there to terrorize Chaz Green. Hooray. Hooray. Neither are which are on the teams, but uh yeah. So that game kind of that game last year kind of really that was the end of the season that kind of derailed everything that took everything off the tracks ever since then and we kind of st- thought it was when you lost to Seattle and, and, and we still no no it wasn't um, <laughs> everything everything since that game kind of thought I mean, it was when really, we started this podcast <laughs> every, everything is when you saw Dak get completely skittish in the pocket gun shy um, I mean he's obviously started to slowly very smallly smallly is that even a word i don't even know if that's a word god it's late <laughs> very very subtly there we go i like that <laughs> subtlety um you know improve as far as n- not being so skittish and i mean just the weeks following that atlanta game he was i mean he looked like a, a different player um which i mean i I guess I would too if I got hit. Well, he got hit more than eight times, but sacked eight times, and was just—I mean—he got his ass kicked in that game. And you know, of no fault to his, I mean, you had an entire—I mean, it started started off in the first half of that game, came out at halftime, and you did the exact same thing. You didn't—you didn't give any help to Chaz Green or, or anything like that. Um, 
that game that game was just a that was a nightmare. Um, but definitely looking for a or expecting a different outcome in this one. I would sure hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they can get that uh, get that W. I move up to Cinco y Cinco on the year. Mm, w. Well, the Seahawks get to kick off the week Thursday night in Seattle versus A.A. Ron and the Green Bay Packers. That'd be a fun game to go to. Wouldn't it? It would. Oh, well. The uh, <laughs> Bummer for us. <laughs> bummer. Um, the, for uh, In Russell Wilson's time since t- 2012 when he started, when most of you became fans, the... <laughs> Way to alienate 75% of your fans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. They're made fun of on Twitter every day That's by true. a lot of people. Yeah. I guess I have no room to talk. Yeah. You're the one that hates all Dallas fans, <laughs> literally. Uh, so, anyway, uh, one thing we know we can most likely depend on because they're the games between Russell and Aaron, Aaron, sorry, are always fun. Like they're great. There's we've seen some great matchups, regular yep. season games. Last year was a really good one. So I mean, there's just been some really good ones in the NFC Championship game, where you thought AA Ron had it, Seahawks came back, got it. Oh yeah. Um, so it's going to be a fun game. No matter what's going on with the Packers, whether they. Whether they, I wouldn't say throwing the towel. Dude, what is going on with the Packers? Nobody really knows. But no matter what, when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, shit can happen. And I'm scared of him. Like he, he's that guy. We talk about fourth quarter and being able to close it out or being able to come back. He's the master at that. So, yep. um, there are four Packers that are not making the trip to Seattle. Uh, safety: Kentrell Bryce, wide receiver: Randall Cobb. Cornerback Kevin King, linebacker Nick Perry. Those are all big, big names not coming. So there is going to be some. That's good news for the Seahawks on their side of the ball. KJ Wright's the only one listed as an injury in the Patrick reports. And being that it's a Thursday game and being that he did not participate, that doesn't look good for him playing. Right. Um, but that means you get McDougal back. That means you get Carson back. Um, guys, you need back. So they're probably still going to share those running. Uh, plays amongst the three of them because ProSize, once again, they said ProSize was supposed to be a big part of this last game, and I don't think he did anything. So I don't know where big is big thing like he gave water to everybody on the sidelines. Like, I don't know what he did. Did something. Um, so like we've said, stick to the game plan, run the ball. I would like to see just a little bit more balance. I get it. Run first. That's what we do. But again, let Russell be russell you guys are handcuffing him let him be a quarterback you know they know how to throw the ball let him do it uh and if you get down by two scores by all means let him do it don't try and establish the run down 20 points just just (laughs) that makes total sense let him throw the damn ball uh here's another stat and then oh and if you get to the fourth quarter and you want that russell magic back uh, don't depend on it and instead just get to the fourth quarter with the damn lead and don't worry about it russell wilson fourth quarter plus or minus seven points 2017 last just last year 63 percent completion nine touchdown one interception and 125.6 passer rating this year pure garbage 44 percent one <laughs> touchdown two interceptions and 52.6 passer rating so the, stinks. the goal here sorry so the goal here would be to get to the fourth quarter with the lead so you don't have to worry about that any freaking more. Okay? Be simple. You're one in five in one possession games this season. That's gross. That ain't going to get you there. However, there is still a chance that they can make the playoffs, however slim it may be. But I'll tell you what, winning this week, this is assuming that they close out Arizona and San Francisco and win those games mm-hmm. that they have remaining. Winning or losing, this can go from like a 70-something percent chance of making the playoffs. If they lose this game, dropping it down to like 20%. It's like right in there. It's something what that stat said. 
So we keep talking about must-win games. <laughs> this is like every game one, is a must. Win every game. yeah, you're right. Everyone's a, every game is a must-win, but man, this one uh, it's must must the capital must capital M U S T must. You uh you gotta win it, and you're at home, and you have not shown dominance at home. Um, don't let A.A. Ron come into your house and beat you. That's that's not going to work for us as fans. So it's all him and what playmakers though. That's, that's the true. Thing. No, that's, that's the thing with Rodgers. He doesn't have any anybody. He's got, he's got Jimmy Graham. Cool. <laughs> he's such an amazing player. <laughs> he's so great. So great. Yeah, he doesn't have anybody, and they you know it's. But again, he's still Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, you have to give him that. You have to. It's a fair point. You have to acknowledge the fact that he is Aaron freaking Rodgers, and he he's we've seen him do crazier stuff, right, in his career. So, um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that, Jenny. Oh, real quick on the injury front, expect. And they're, they're talking about this. Carol actually said in his press conference, I expect, uh, I too expect a big game from Angry Doug. He's finally feeling no pain, feels 100%, and he has 100% been underutilized <laughs> this season. And for a receiver of his skill, uh, use him for crying out loud. Use him. Use him. Game picks. Hooray. Woohoo. I'm kicking Cleveland. Your- Hey, we yeah. both pick Cleveland. How about that? Uh, I'm leading 91-83. It was kind of a funny week because I picked the <laughs> the Rams to beat my team. That helped. <laughs> um, I think you were actually really – what was the score of the Dallas game? 27-20. Ooh, 31-28 is what you said. Yeah, I said 38-17, Rams beating the Seahawks. Not really. I was close on their end. You ready? I am ready. Let's make the comeback. Let's hear it. It starts now, folks. Starts now. Green Bay at Seattle. Seattle. Oh, really? Oh, really? Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Appreciate it. I'll pick that in a second. Uh, You don't get to pick this one yet. Dallas at Atlanta. I am going with Dallas. Makes me vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Panthers. Admit it. You like multiple players on that team. Hey, Van Der Esch is my boy. My boy, Blue. He's a, he's a stud. Um, Panthers go to Detroit. Carolina. Oh, Carolina stumbled this week, this last week. Did not play well at all. Got their butts kicked. But I still think they're going to win because Detroit's terrible. Um, here's an interesting one. Tennessee, who's coming up versus they're at Captain Andrew Luck and the Colts. I'm going to take uh, division game. Give me Indianapolis. Indianapolis. I, too, am taking Captain Andrew Luck and his merry men. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay is at the Giants. We saw Eli Manning. Man, I tell you, is he back? <laughs> Tampa Bay. <laughs> That's a no. Well, even though Tampa Bay <laughs> threw for 545 yards, something crazy, and had three points. Isn't that nuts? I don't think that's very good. No, it's not good. But I, the Giants are worse. They so are really bad. Super bad. But I'm gonna, you're going to take Tampa. I'm taking the Giants. Don't ask me why. I have no clue. That's okay. All right. I'm actually trying to help you out there. Make it a little closer. Houston at Washington. Houston. Is that because you think they're going to win or you need them to win? Both. Okay. Uh, I, too, am taking Houston. Um, Pittsburgh at Saxonville. Hmm. Hmm. Pittsburgh. Hmm. Um, Jacksonville has been a pure disappointment, and they will lose Pittsburgh. Cincinnati at Baltimore. Hmm. Baltimore. Robbins. I'm going to take Baltimore. Um, this was a question you posed earlier. <laughs> Which one of these teams is better? Oakland at Arizona. Or you were asking for offenses, weren't you? Yeah. Who has a more explosive offense? Neither. <laughs> uh, Arizona. 
Uh, I too am going to take Arizona because I just want to continue to see Gruden burn. Uh, Denver at Lack. Denver. You gonna fall asleep over there before we even get this over? No, with? I was trying to think. <laughs> it was like got like those beats. Mm. <laughs> yeah, go Denver. Denver. I'm gonna take Lack. Um, Philadelphia Eagles at the New Orleans Saints. Nolans. Nolans. Again, because you need them to or you think they will? Both. Okay. <laughs> I, too, am taking New Orleans. They're, <laughs> you want to talk about the best team in the NFC, it is the New Orleans freaking Saints. I don't care how good the Rams are. Uh, here's an interesting, real quick side note. Think about this. Saints win the Super Bowl. Okay. Breeze retires on top. Why not? Their short quarterback is going to be looking for a contract. <laughs> it's very true. Wouldn't we'll talk about going to a place where actually they'll let you throw the ball? Yep. And Russell Wilson, New Orleans Saints. I'm not going to say bold prediction quite yet. Like that's a hot take. However, keep your eye on that. Minnesota at Chicago. What's Minnesota's record? Dead right now? silence. Bears are six and three. Yeah, Da Bears are da, having a good year. Da Bears. Did she tell you, or are you having to look at yourself? No, oh, she told me. Okay, good for her. Um, She's very thoroughly like detailed. Man, on. what's their record? This is a tough one. Uh, da Bears are six three, six and three. Uh, Minnesota's five three and one. Minnesota, I know um, that their defense has not been as good no, as they thought it would be this season. Uh, they were good. The Bears. They were supposed to be one of the top teams in the NFC, and although they aren't terrible, they started off well. Yeah, they they've been kind of disappointing, according to the experts. You said Chicago, correct? Uh, I will take Dub Bears. I'll take Dub Bears. Um, Dub Bears. And finally, Monday Night Football is Kansas City at Lar. Kansas. God, that's going to be a City. great game. You're going to take the Chiefs. Yep. Oh, God damn it. Gosh darn it. Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> Fart. <laughs> I am going to tell it's getting close to midnight. Yeah, we're done. Um, God. This is one of those games where, like, do I pick Kansas City because I want them to win? Because I don't know if they're actually going to win, but I'm going to pick them anyway. Go Mahomes. <laughs> Go Mahomes. <laughs> Go Mahomes. I'd like to go Mahomes. This is probably <laughs> <laughs> this is probably going to be his worst game of the year. Watch, well, God, that would yeah. I don't know, man. Could be they've given up a lot of points to a lot of teams, and Mahomes is. I mean, they've been so damn good. So I'm actually that's besides my own game. That's definitely at the top of the list of what I'm looking forward to. Yours is kind of at the bottom. So there's. Sorry, I'll watch it. If I can. First thing in the morning. Oh, it's bright and early. Well, you know what? Bacon and eggs. Tell you what. Um, I will be awake. So, the, you know. <laughs> it's very true. Um, all right. So, I haven't even looked. I don't know if we got any new reviews. Also, to be honest with you, I mean, I don't care. You've had a lot going on. Oh, yeah, I've had a lot going on. So, if you've dropped a review, great. You ha- didn't do what you were supposed to do, which was send me a screenshot. Which also leads me to believe we have no new reviews because nobody sent screenshots. So, that's a bummer. So we have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people that listen to this, ep- this podcast every week. And so we've only got like 15 reviews, if that, 10. I don't know. Some of you, please get on the iTunes app podcast. Drop us a review. Take a screenshot of your review. Send it to me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I don't care what social media platform you use. We'll put you in a drawing for a gift card. We're literally giving something away <laughs> for giving us a review. <laughs> so just because we want them, that'd be great. So please do that um, and be sure to share our lovely little podcast with all of your friends and let them know you uh, somewhat like listening to us. Anything else <laughs> besides your own game pick? We're going to get to in a second. I think you said it well. Well, well thank you. All right, our own game picks. It's getting cold in here. It is getting chilly, I tell you what. I wonder if it's freezing rain out there yet. It's going to be a slippery ride home. Uh, Dallas at Atlanta. 
Who's going to win and what's the score going to be? Dallas 30, 35. Well, that's a weird one. Atlanta 24. Ooh. 35-24. Okay. Green Bay at Seattle. I'm not going to do what I did last week and take the obvious winner. I am going to take Seattle to win, and it's not a homer pick. I literally believe they're going to win. But I think... Literally. Literally. The score. 20... Seven. Two. <laughs> I thought about that. Throw a safety in there. <laughs> or 27-5. Throw him a, give him a field goal. 27-10. Why not? 27-4. Yeah, 27-4. What happened? Two safeties? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, not even that. It's 27-4, and it was a, it was a, uh, a field goal, and then they ran a uh, an extra point back, <laughs> and you get one point out of that. Congratulations. So, all right. Um, that is it for this episode. Thanks for hanging with us. I think I kept my energy level up okay. I am exhausted. Andrew looks like he's going to fall asleep over there. Um, we are old. That's what that is. We don't get to go out and party anymore. Problem. All right, enjoy the rest of the week. Seahawks kick it off on Thursday, and uh, Cowboys play on Sunday bright and early, and then you guys can enjoy the rest of your day. How about that? How about that? How about that? All right, uh, until next time, go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Cowboys.